Are you a former athlete? Maybe one that's missing their sport, trying to figure out how to work out after sport, or just trying to find what's going to light up your soul as much as your sport did. Well, girl, I am with you. My name is Bethany Crouch, and I am a former competitive gymnast of 15 years turned athlete advocate professional. And on this podcast, we share in the stories of former female athletes and connect on this whole transition into life after sport. So thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. Mindset coaching. I think we are starting to see more of this in the athlete development space and thank goodness because it is so needed. It's something that I needed as an athlete growing up and navigating sport while trying to navigate being a young girl and going through various transitions. So I know some of you can resonate with that, which is why I'm so excited to introduce you to Paige Tons. Paige is a former collegiate softball athlete turned professional in the working world, turned entrepreneur who now coaches girls who are in the throes of the athlete experience from mindset challenges with skill to self-confidence and Paige and I talk all of the things from her journey to what her coaching looks like with these girls and the program she offers and then just the journey of herself of realizing that this was on her heart and this was something that she needed to create. So I couldn't be more excited to share with you this conversation with myself and Paige. Paige, thanks so much for joining us today on the Her Sports Story podcast. I know you just have a wealth of knowledge to share about your sports journey, about your professional development journey, and how that's evolving a little bit into an entrepreneurial space. So we're going to talk all the things, but before we kind of dive in and get to know you more, I would love to know your top sports moment. Okay. All right, so my top sports moment, and and thank you for having me on. I've been super excited about this and uh, looking forward to it. So ever since I um, found you via social, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is like the perfect parallel between you and I. So I'm super excited about it. But okay, so top sports moment. My my most favorite memory and like top um, sports moment was probably my senior year because that was my my best year of all four when it came to my athletic performance. But my senior year um, playing softball at Northwestern and we were hosting the Big Ten tournament that year, which was pretty special because I, I had never, um, the Big Ten tournament had just come back a few years prior so I never experienced this this a new experience for our team and so we it was hosted in Evanston Illinois and they were I mean we were like bringing them the big shots we don't have lights on our field so they brought in 
temporary lights and we had our first night game ever wow. on our field is called the J. So we had our first night game on the J and um, we were playing Michigan State and I remember uh, bases were loaded. I was up to bat and I'm not like I was not known for hitting home runs or being a, like a power hitter, but I um, got up that at bat and I hit a grand slam that night. That oh my goodness. Lights and it was just like a really special feeling. And there was a lot of people there because it was the tournament. Um, and it was just, it was just like, and I always tell, I always, whenever I talk to like, like non-softball or baseball people, I'm like, I wish that you could just like know what it feels like to get that hit because just a hit in general, because it just, it's like literally the best feeling in the whole world. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it other than that. So that would be my top sports moment. I would say that's a pretty like top moment. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like, I always love hearing this because as a former athlete, like we have felt very similar things as far as like when that happens or when you have that top performance and you're just like it's just elated like yeah. you are in this magical zone <laughs> right. and, it's like, yeah it's almost hard to put into like words how it, it kind of is yeah and thank you for what you said before that like anyone that I've connected with through this her sport story platform has has just been nothing short of incredible like I feel so grateful. I'm like, how do I find, or these people find me, like <laughs> just phenomenal individuals doing amazing work around sports, athletes. So thank you so much for that compliment. Yeah. Right back at you. I'm so happy <laughs> to have you on and that we connected initially and that we were able to hop on this podcast. So absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay, so we can grasp that you were a softball player. Yes. And uh, made it to the collegiate level. Mm -hmm. When did your softball journey start? I started playing softball probably when I was like, I think I was like seven or eight years old. Um, and that was just like the fun rec. Well, not that softball wasn't fun after, but mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the for fun rec leagues. Um, and then when I was 10, that's when it started becoming like more competitive. That's when I started, uh, when I joined a club or travel team or however it's explained. I know it's called different things in different states, but, um, yeah, that, so when I was 10, I started playing competitively and since then was played all the way up until I was 18 and then went, went to college. <laughs> wow. And then in college, did you play all four years? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I played my freshman through senior year, um, graduated in four years, and that was, that was a wrap. <laughs> wow. That's pretty impressive. I'm always impressed when an athlete is, you know, able to just come into their collegiate experience and start competing and hold that throughout the four years because it's not always that way. Right. I currently work in college athletics and, and I see, of course, a lot of our student athletes and yeah, I know that that's not always the case. So I think that's, that's so special, you know, to have made it through those four years Yeah, and playing and healthy. 
So I'm curious on your journey then from the seven-year-old age to like moving into your adolescent and teen years, you know, eventually evolving to the collegiate athlete that you became, what were some of the challenges you experienced, whether that, you know, maybe it was from an injury standpoint or just from like a grind or like the mindset? Uh, yeah. I'm foreshadowing a little bit here, <laughs> I've into it. but well, yeah, the challenges come with that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. that was, um, pretty challenging for me. Um, well, first of all, I was going to Northwestern university and I was always a pretty good student. Um, always got like A's in high school. Uh, but up leveling to Northwestern's education was a little bit of a, like an eye opener. Um, I remember getting my first C my freshman year and was like, oh my gosh, the world is ending. So that was a challenge in itself and just making sure that I was staying on top of my grades and um, my classes and all of those things. I'm sure that most college athletes kind of like get that shock right away. I mean, even throughout my entire career, there were definitely classes I was like, am I going to make it? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, other than the school challenges, um, there, there was a lot of uh, me pretty much getting in my own way with my, 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 my mindset and like the in between my ears. Um, and that came a lot with the hitting side of the game. Um, and I was just, I was just really hard on myself as an athlete in general, which I'm sure more athletes can relate to that, but just really, really hard on myself to a point where it almost, it, it hindered my performance and I wanted the best out of myself and I wanted the most and I wasn't seeing that. And it was just like this vicious cycle. And, um, for me hitting wise, I, I was, I was making the lineup because of my defense, but I would be hitting at the, the bottom of the lineup when, of course, I wanted to be at the top and I wanted to be better. And I had this like whole like mind block mindset that if I didn't get a hit my first at bat, I was most likely going to get pulled, which happened. But <laughs> I mean, if I'm not performing, that's going to happen. And it was just this, this like cycle. And so because I was thinking those things, obviously I was not doing well because I had all these crap thoughts in my head. Um, so the hitting was a, uh, quite a bit of a struggle my first three years. And it was like a long, frustrating, lots of tears <laughs> of three years. So that was probably the most challenging thing for me, especially when you know, one of my best friends was the greatest hitter on our team. And I'm trying to figure out why I'm not getting the hits. And so it was, it was definitely a little bit frustrating. So. Oh yeah. And the mental aspect, as we know very much now, right? I mean, reflection is everything for an athlete, especially when you're kind of done with your sport. But the mental side of sport is just as critical, maybe even more critical than the physical side at times. And I think as, you know, sometimes youth athletes or those athletes that are grinding it out, they don't always stop to maybe train that side or, or try to practice that mindset. Because what I realize, and from your experience, you might have 
kind of gone through this as well. But as like, you know, when, when you're a kid, like you don't really think about it too much. Yeah. And you start getting to like your preteen and teen years and you like this switch kind of happens where you're like, oh my goodness. Like, and that's where like your expectations come from. Yeah. Right. So the, the expectations piece for me, it was the fear piece. Like being a gymnast, I was straight just terrified of yeah. some of the things I did. Imagine the mind games in gymnastics. So yes, but it uh, revolved very similarly, you know, to your experience, where you you get to a spot that you almost psych yourself up, where like, okay, if I don't perform this or hit this, then I'm gonna be pulled out of lineup, and like you you take that future tripping result that you're having right. and then it's affecting your real-time ability to do right. your sport and I just remember being in a very similar spot through my teenage years oh my goodness and, and maybe a year or so into college where I was in my head so much yeah. and I like I would say we'd have a sports psychologist come in uh, every now and then to kind of talk sport performance with us and, and these various topics that of course are relevant. Mm -hmm. But again, I, I was getting coached on it here and there. And I always wondered like, what if I had started training my mind earlier yeah, or started approaching mindset differently? Right. Um, so it's really, it's really so fascinating to me. Like I, I've always considered, I'm like, should I go back to school, <laughs> get my sports psych degree, so then I can work with athletes in this way. Um, but sometimes I realize I already do work with them in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I definitely kind of probably share that as well. But, you know, I would love for you to kind of paint more of this picture of, you went through, you know, your whole journey from seven to, was it 21, 22? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like whatever age you are. Oh. Here. <laughs> and, you know, you, I imagine, overcome some of that, maybe in your senior year, right? Maybe when you had that realization like this right. month. <laughs> yeah, right. So maybe talk about the senior year, like having your breakthrough and then how that transitioned you to life after your sport. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my senior year, which was a huge turn for me, um, we actually had a mental and I was just going to say this when you were when you were talking about the mental side. And um, it's almost like as athletes, we're, we're like, so stubborn sometimes and we're like mm -hmm. well, like this is just how I'm gonna do it and I don't want to hear how to fix what's going on in my head even though it would help us tremendously we would be happier so <laughs> I, I don't know why we resist it but apparently we do I don't know either <laughs> and it takes way too long to figure out later but um so my senior year we had a uh, a coach come in and she was helping us with the mental side of the game and um, she was just teaching us some different like breathing techniques and kind of like meditation and visualization and just 
kind of like calming ourselves down and what we're saying to ourselves and how to kind of bounce back from things. And so I was taking these little pieces. And at first I was like, oh, like, you know, I just need to go hit off the team or get more reps in, get, get more practice in. But until I finally like was like kind of, it was kind of a combination of that senior mindset and wanting to just like change and like, like, I don't care what I have to do. Like, I'm just going to try it and see what happens. So it was like this mindset of, well, what do I have to lose? Like, I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to do my best and whatever happens, happens. Like I'm tired of being frustrated and like angry with myself. So I'm just going to have fun this year and leave it out there and whatever happens, happens. And apparently when you do that, things turn out really well. Fall in the place, right? right? So I ended up um, doubling my batting average my senior year. And like, wow. I, I need to look at my stats and to see like how many more at-bats I got my senior year because it was a lot more than my first three years. Um, and I was just like, I just like finally felt free like I finally felt like true confidence and like less worry I'm sure I was still a little bit hard on myself um for sure but it just like I just felt so much better my senior year and it was just like so much more healthier <laughs> and so that was I mean it was a big turnaround for me and and the it was really awesome but I was also like oh my gosh like why did I figure this out? Like even before the recruiting process, that would have been nice too. Um, but yeah, so it kind of trans that all transpired to where I'm at now. And I guess I had to go through that in order to be where I'm at now because I was like, how can I, how do I teach? I'm like, girls need to know how to, how to work on their mental game so much earlier because they'll be able to break through so many, so many more barriers and like reach their goals and, you know, conquer their dreams and go so much further than I got to. And I was like, how do I, like, I got to figure out how to give that to, to girls that come after me. Wow. You're, you're so spot on with all of it, especially when we allow ourselves the grace and the freedom to just play the game at our highest level Mm -hmm. we especially i think as we're going through that 18 19 20 years old Mm -hmm. we're we're still very much like expectation driven and accomplishment driven and when you release like the the expectations it's amazing like when like you mentioned before, when you get out of your own way and, mm-hmm. and that carries true through so many aspects of life, but I would love to hear how this transition, you know, from being a, an athlete for what, 15 plus years <laughs> <laughs> and that transition from athlete to you know, a professional trying to figure out their way in the career world. And then how this kind of like calling came to you where you're like, I need to do this. I need to let girls know that they can start this now. So I know that's a lot in once, but like talk the, the transition 
how you got into the career world and then this other part that was tapping your shoulder being like, hey, you should do this. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, finishing college and like everything was great and I was like, oh my gosh, like so much like starting a new chapter and then when it like actually hit I was like what the heck (laughs) like fall on my face kind of thing um and it was like that I mean it was a whole new challenge and a new I don't even like going trying to figure out the adult world real world real job thing Mm -hmm. was interesting for me very very challenging um you know I had some internships at the end of my my college career and then I had like a temporary position then I had to figure out what I wanted to do then and when nobody wanted to hire me because they were like you don't have enough experience for this job you don't have enough experience for this job I was like what the heck like how am I supposed to get experience if I don't start somewhere (laughs) So it was just like, it was, it was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know, but it was just, it was extremely frustrating and kind of a, like a letdown. Like I was like, oh my God, you know, went through four years. I have this degree from this amazing school and nobody wants me. (laughs) Like what the heck? And maybe I gave up too soon, but, um, for, and I think I was also picky as like, I want you know, certain types of jobs and certain things that I want to do. And when I didn't get them, it was, it was really, really frustrating. And then add the whole aspect of, you know, you're sitting at a desk from nine to five and it's a lot different and you don't have, you're not a part of a team. Well, I mean, you are, but you don't have that, that same athletic team aspect and the the competitiveness. And so I just felt like my life, like just completely took like changed and you know they all say this before you're graduating and they actually I think we actually went through some sort of we had a speaker when we were seniors talk about like life after college and people get depressed and I was like oh it'll be fine like whatever but it was was real like it was real stuff Um, and I honestly was like I was really sad and and just like really down for a little while um and I ended up moving home, um, and then I got a little bit interested in real estate and the investment side of real estate, so I've been kind of in that area the last, well, now it's been five years, but the first, like, two to three years, um, two, three, four years, and then I started seeing just, um, some tidbits of entrepreneurship, because real estate kind of overlaps with Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of in your own business um, so I kind of started seeing that side of things and like started following some people and just seeing what they were doing and and then that turned into me joining this group of women who have started their business started their businesses or working on their businesses and I at, at that point I was trying to figure out how to um, how to help with adulting was calling it like hashtag adulting um and how to like buy your first home because I was able to buy my first home when I was 25 and I was like how well, I could teach people how to wow because I didn't think I could and I and then I did so I was kind of in this weird space of like trying to figure out what I wanted to do what I wanted my niche to be and 
And then I just like had this light bulb. And I think it was because the, the one of the girls in our, um, then that ran the mastermind asked us, well, what, like, think about your 80 year old self and like, what, what would you say about your life? Or like, what do you want to see in your life when you're 80 years old? And I was just like, like, holy crap, like, this is like heavy. This is kind of big. So I kind of, at that point had a light bulb that I really, my drive and my passion was that I wanted to have an impact on girls. I didn't really know what that looked like or how I was going to do it. Um, and then it just kind of started to evolve from there. And, and now I'm working with 17 girl, eight, 17, 18 girls in, on the mental side of the game, like through mental training. Uh, so kind of crazy. Yeah. Right. And I think, right. That that saying, like, you can only connect to the dots looking backwards. Right. Yeah. Being like, Oh, that's why I did this. And that's why I got into that mastermind. And that question that was asked is why I knew I need to make an impact. So it's so funny looking back. It's pretty crazy to think about it. (laughs) But just all so incredible. And I feel just in alignment with you and who you are as a person and what you want to accomplish and the experiences that you've had. So when you're working with these, you know, 17 to 18 year olds, I would say young women, right? Around. Very, I even have, I have 10 year olds, like 10 to 16 right now. Okay. So, and this is like such Gosh, the 10 to 16, so much life happens in there as a girl, too. So, one, I know that you're probably just like this incredible role model for them, but also what does working with them kind of look like? So, first of all, it's just like the most amazing thing ever. And being able to see their... So we we focus on like the basics in the beginning and just teaching them some different skills that they can start using. But when they actually start to put it in place and they start using it and buying into it, seeing their, their minds, like it's like seeing their minds like turn, they're like, Oh my gosh, like, Oh, since I do this, like that happens. And it's just like seeing their mindset shift and then just seeing the happiness and joy that comes out of it because of the results that they're getting on the Mm -hmm. field or, on the court or whatever sport they're playing like it just is the best feeling ever and I'm like this is why I do it like frustrated or something like yeah they're working I'm like oh my gosh like this is like the coolest thing ever and just especially when I get messages from the parents is just like you just want to cry (laughs) oh the best So cool. So they're giving them kind of like this foundation set uh, of tools and certain practices. And then I imagine like having one-on-one calls or one-on-one, I guess, in person even too, depending on where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah, we do a lot of, well, since I, a lot of my girls are out of state now, we do a Mm -hmm. lot of, it's all online video calls, just like um, we're on Zoom right now. Mm -hmm. And then so I have group and I have individual coaching um, and we, we do monthly sessions and some extra sessions in there. And then I bring in a local, 
uh, or sorry, I bring in a guest speaker once a month. So I'm bringing like other influences and experts into their lives, which okay. I think is like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and then uh, I actually have a, like a local meetup once a month, um, but the out-of-state girls can stream in live. So it's kind of like we're getting all together and we're creating this community of girls. And the coolest thing is when they uh, hear from each other and they're hearing what because we do a lot of, we talk about our wins and our challenges at the beginning of pretty much each session. When they hear that one girl is going through the same thing that they are or has been or been there, like different stages, like it, I can just see that they feel like they're, they're less alone and they're like, oh, like I'm normal and this is totally fine. Like I'm, like I'm going to be great. Like to have that, just like that sense of support mm -hmm. is nice really really helpful for the girls uh like listening I'm like that's the kind of world I want to be in <laughs> you know <laughs> there's this support and this connection and there's growth and there's but there's challenge but you're moving through it with not necessarily like you're always your immediate team mm -hmm. but those that are in a similar spot and very similarly to a reason why I created her sports story is mm -hmm. because I wanted a group of former female athletes that transitioned out and could talk about like that it was hard yeah. and that it was, you know, not what they always anticipated. It's never right. what they anticipate, right? <laughs> and, but the beauty of it is what we're doing now connecting and we're learning from each other through stories and through experiences. Yeah. But I absolutely love what you've created and it's, it's so needed on a variety of levels with all sports and uh, all ages as well. So if I could ask like, what is your, what's your vision? Big vision. <laughs> Speak it to the world. This is the, the time and place. So I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, my big vision. Um, my big vision. I probably need to like really get clear, more clear on this. So you're probably challenging me a little bit. But um, is I wanna I wanna be able to impact like thousands and thousands of girls and and grow my program and be able to have more reach to girls, especially. Um, girls in all different levels because you know I. I I work with, usually it's pretty elite athletes, ones that are really su pretty serious about their sport, but there are girls that, you know, are just playing softball or playing volleyball or whatever it is for just like rec ball for fun. Mm -hmm. And they're going through similar things and they could totally um, use these self-esteem things, the self-confidence stuff and how to build that um, just as much as, you know, the more elite athletes. So being able to like, expand my reach um, and grow my message and my mission and what I'm doing with more girls and more parents. Um, another thing I want to be able to reach is the parents and coaches. I have no idea what that looks like yet, but that is something that I want to be able to help the parents and the coaches more and be more of a support to them. Mm. And then I have this vision of having like this summer camp or this this little like summer camp retreat for girl athletes to come and just learn and grow and ha and um, you know grow community and friendships and 
um, just be able to just like be themselves and know that they're not alone, just kind of like, mm-hmm. like an extension of what I'm already doing, but like yeah. in this awesome event where I'm having guest speakers come in and activities and things. Um, that is, so yeah, so that's, that's uh, it's thing. all so good. <laughs> I, I see each avenue, like you're, so you, you already kind of have your foundation set and it's mm-hmm. just going to be picking like those areas and making those in, incremental growth yeah. Um, steps. yeah. But, you know, I, I think the best part about it is that, you know, you're going to help one, you have more than one athlete, but a one athlete has the power to tell their whole team yeah. about you right. and the work you've done. So I think that's really the, the validity is when you have those testimonials mm-hmm. and I can't imagine it's going to spread like wildfire, you know, once they see the impact and the, this event that you speak of that will happen. I can't wait to be a part of it (laughs) just because that is all different athletes. It would be for post athletes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And just providing a place where these girls can be girls too. And, you know, escape from, the the day-to-day grind and just lean into the fact that they're young beautiful people all on this journey together and that they they don't have to do it alone or they don't have to feel alone in the process or or struggle you know and uh, having that support system and that peer you know peer-to-peer type of relationships and this team a little bit beyond their immediate sport would just be so impactful. And I don't, unless I'm missing something, I haven't seen anything like that, you know, to, to have this type of camp where very unique yeah. leadership, mm-hmm. mental side of the game. I don't know. I don't, like I definitely have never heard of it, but yeah, I did combine a whole bunch of things and make it just mm-hmm. like, magical. <laughs> oh, it will be magical. And I totally just inserted myself in your vision. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be there. However I can help. I will do whatever. Like, <laughs> a part of it because it will be magical, like, and so needed. So, I mean, you're a woman that does just a few things, right? Like you are, you know, still in your, your kind of full-time role you're dabbling in, in various avenues as well as running this business. So, and you and I talked about this, it, it, this in itself is challenging. Like we're, we're like athlete 2.0 in life. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're still figuring things out and we'll, we'll always be a work in progress. Cause that's, that's what makes life, you know, worth it. It's like <laughs> growing and not, not staying still, right? That's usually how it goes. So I w- would love for you to share because I know a lot of athletes will, will get into a role and then they'll feel this calling or they'll feel like, wait, I could make an impact here. Or my, my soul keeps telling me it wants to do this, yet I'm in this job. So any advice that you have for someone that's kind of in that space? Maybe yeah. earlier where you were, where you, you know, you're kind of in your, your day to day, yet you knew looking back at 80, you wanted to impact lives. 
Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it definitely hasn't been easy and there's been a lot of self doubt, a lot of fear and like, what are people going to think or what is my work going to think? And it's, it's, it's scary, but the, every time I get off a call, I'm like, it just like is a reminder with one of the girls or one, um, like a workshop with the group of girls. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, a reminder that like I'm doing the right things and I'm in the right space and I just have to keep taking a step forward and a step forward. And, and just to, I mean, even to go before that, like if there's something that you want to try, like just try it. Just like, just start, just do without, even if it's not perfect and it's clunky or feels hard like just try it and take the baby steps um I know like a lot of days I'm like I have like all these things that I want to get done and I'm working my regular job and then I'm doing the stuff with the girls but like after tonight like I have this and then I have a workshop with a team and of course there's tons of things that I want to get done after but like realistically I'm thinking I'm probably not going to get to all of those things after the two calls because I'm like pouring out right now and I'm like giving energy and I'm giving energy to the girls. And then I'm just like, whew. like, so I just have to remind myself that it's okay if not everything gets done that day and like tomorrow's another day. And as long as I like get like my top three things done or even one thing done that day, <laughs> Like that is a win and I just have to keep going. And if that doesn't happen, just figure it out the next day. And that's just kind of been like my saving grace. And also like the biggest part for me is having the other women who are doing similar things Mm. that are, you know, five steps ahead of me, um, that are like cheering me on. And I know that if I run into like a big challenge or I have a meltdown, like I can go to them and they're going to pick me up and be like, no, this is what you promised yourself. This is what you want to do. Like keep at it. So, um, that surrounding yourself with those people, those people has been like instrumental for me. I'm not even sure how I would I wouldn't even be going still without the the certain people in my life that have been have been there for me. Mm. And it's it's just a testament to we always need a team, a yeah. team to help us, like especially up level to the next level, bring us up, console us when we are trying to do it all yet you know, we're just in the process. We're truly yeah. in the process. And I absolutely love that you speak to that because there's so much value, mm-hmm. so much value in identifying those people that are truly going to help guide and nudge and push in the best of ways yeah. so that you can be you at your highest level. Yeah. And I think like in addition to that is, of course, you mentioned like pouring out your energy and and a lot of us that are in certain type of work like this. Yeah, like your your position, I'm sure you're just like, here's everything I have. (laughs) It's pretty true. At some of the end of the the days, I'm just like exhausted. (laughs) But that's a part of it. And I would not want to give my energy in another way, if that makes sense. I like you, you're giving this energy for impact. Mm -hmm. And 
although it takes it out of you, you know it it's worth it. And on the flip side of that, also nurturing yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I gotta take care of me for like at least an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the best. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have, uh, have a coach who is telling me that all the time. She's like, make sure you're doing stuff for you. And like, even if it's just like taking a bath or we just recently found this, um, this foot massage place and yeah. it's like a hidden gem. Um, and that has been like my go-to. I'm like, okay, yeah. we're booking a spot <laughs> yeah. for the foot massage <laughs> But it, it's so needed, and I love that we can speak so candidly on it, because in the world of, you know, where sometimes perception seems like perfection, right? Like, we all know that's not the case. We are all doing our best, though, and that comes with twists and turns and bumps, and I am so thankful to have connected with you, um, because I know we are going to be each other's teammates and lift each other up and be there for when you launch that camp. Can't wait. And (laughs) I, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. I always, I always say this on the podcast. I always sit over here and just like envision your life for you. And I'm like, Oh, it looks great. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. So I, I can't wait. And you have shared with us just amazing insights. From your journey to navigating, starting a business and working with, you know, teams and balancing it all while, all while trying to take care of you so you can take care of others. So you're doing it all. And I would love for you to tell the Her Sports Story community where they can find you and connect yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Bring on more community. I'm like, I need, we need more of us. To- mm-hmm. We yeah. do. Um, so, uh, Instagram, um, I'm just page tons, P A I G T O N Z. I'm pretty sure I'm the only page tons in the world. So it makes it super easy. Um, yep. it's number one on Google. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, just page tons.com. If um, anyone wants to look more into, my mental game mentorship and what I'm doing with the girls. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much like the main stuff and you know, there's Facebook too. But. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I absolutely love her website. It's just like, <laughs> it, for some reason, the font and the colors like take me back to being uh, a girl, you know, like being that age. I got the seventies vibe going on. You do. Life. And I, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, so yeah. I was like, I feel like this will be good with the girls. I think this is cool. (laughs) It is cool. All our stuff is now circling back, and it's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Too funny. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I know that this is just going to be, as I, again, say a lot, this is just the beginning Mm -hmm. because there is going to be just a tribe of us in this same space, doing the work around supporting athletes in sport and beyond. So thank you. I am super excited and I'm already like proud to be a part of your community. Uh, thank the you. Girls, or the, the women, not really girls anymore, yeah. we're women, adults. Um, and I'm just, I'm super, super excited to, have, to grow our relationship and our connection and impact all the people 
<laughs> oh yeah, we will do it.